The New York Times calls Itumama Tambien shocking, comic, and unforgettable. It's the story of three people on a journey to a place none of them dreamed could exist. Golden Globe nominee for Best Foreign Language Film. Itumama Tambien. missed that one <laughs> welcome back, welcome to, the back to the show listeners oh are so you ready to talk about for, this movie uh, are you ready to talk <laughs> about this movie because i am yeah i've I, i've i was born ready this this movie is um very formative absolutely for so many of we us we have a really fun guest we do well let's get right into it yeah. listeners my name's pete and i'm scott and, and these, these are the, the movies, movies that, that made, made us gay. gay absolutely sandra espinoza Hi. welcome to the show this Hello. episode has been a long time coming yes. but here you are we finally got you over and we had a very informative movie for both both i mean i think for all three of us yeah mm-hmm. we invited you over to watch itumama tambien directed by alfonso Corone, written by alfonso and carlos Corone, opened in mexico june 8th 2001 where it set a record for the highest box office opening in mexican cinema at the time wow i okay. think for just like a mexican movie like this right and then it went on to be released in the united states limited march 12th 2002 20 yeah. years ago yeah Crazy. Very, and it was very... Well, we'll talk a little bit about it, but um, Sandra, thank you for choosing this yeah. movie. Thank you. It's my favorite movie of all time. Good. So when you guys asked, I... We've had other I people really express interest in this Good. movie, but I was saving it thank specifically you. for you because you grew up in Mexico. Yes. <laughs> which... Yeah. So I hope that I honor that because... <laughs> and I bring a little bit of interesting... Yeah, edge uh, to your, it. Your, our 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 Latin Rosarita <laughs> jumping bean. <laughs> you said you weren't going to be racist. These two can say that because they're they're both like they're both brown. They're both Latino and, okay. and, and a Latina. <laughs> um, okay. I, I feel a very I feel very connected to this movie. I've yes. only been to Mexico City once, but the whole time I was there, I was just like, oh yeah, I get it now. Well, <laughs> Even the, more so. The beauty of this movie is, for me, as born and raised in Mexico, and, and seeing the the way that he he truly shows the dynamic of of Mexicans yeah. In, yeah. In, in in Mexico, the mm-hmm. the you know the different classes, how they sort of blend and and and, and not blend, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and when I first saw this movie, I. I watched it over and over and over again because I felt like he really nailed it. He really yeah. nailed the the Mexican experience in terms of, um, you know, for me, someone who doesn't have the the, the means that you know the noche yeah. in the movie has, yeah. and but I'm also not, you know, um, Gael Garcia's um, Julio, Julio yeah. yeah, Julio. You know, even though he's he's not like you know well off like the noche, he's still well off, you know. But the, yeah. the, the way that he just really um, it's, it's just the sensitivity of, around this whole thing, and, mm-hmm. and it had to be done by a Mexican because he really oh, captured yeah. like everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, do we want to talk about our first uh, memories of watching this movie? I have a very vivid one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so tell us. I remember this movie came out when I was in high school. Our video store did not have this movie because yeah. probably the foreign selection at the movie store was limited. So I ended up getting this from Netflix Discs because 
talked about on the show, yeah. part of like the fun of Netflix when it came out is that these hard to find movies I could get my little your grubby little my hands grubby on. little hands on. And I remember watching this movie after a basketball game with two friends of mine who were girls who were also very like they really wanted to watch how old were you at this time we were probably like you were like 17 17 yeah and i remember these two girls were like oh yeah we also want to watch this movie wait did you (laughs) play this basketball game or did you watch i I believe that i was i was in pep band at the time and we were we were playing uh pep band for the basketball game and then after the game we we went to my dad's house to watch this movie so it's you and two girls. Me and two girls. Okay. Yep. Woo! Yep. And were you scandalized? Of course. <laughs> I mean, but I just remember thinking like, oh my God. I, re- I remember just thinking I've never seen anything like this. At this point, yeah. were you out? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> so and especially all like... those feelings. Well, especially <laughs> like just how fucking horny this movie is. Yeah. yeah. I think and it that, opens up with... Oh, the oh, yeah. first shot. First shot. Like... <laughs> Diego Luna's... Going into his girlfriend. Beautiful, you smooth see booty. little <laughs> Diego Luna and that smooth. boy butt opening scene of the movie. <laughs> Which now, back then, it was like very sexy. Now, oh, yeah. looking oh, back, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to see this baby. Yeah. This we, baby like humping on this little... <laughs> I think we're finally getting the real intention of the movie. Yeah. Whereas when we all first saw yeah. it, we were at that age where we're like, oh my god, these boys are so cute. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. But we're now, yeah, but now we're more like uh, children. What are yeah. you doing? Get what is it, Louisa? Where we're just like, oh my god, <laughs> you guys like are these two kids. knuckleheads. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do tell me a little bit more about when you <laughs> saw it. You have you're not out. You have two girls with you. Yeah. Well, as as a white, you know, not out yet, man. What did you think about? Well, this, this yeah. Movie? I mean, like I said, I don't think that. I had ever seen raw sexuality in a movie like this mm. when I was 17. That yeah. you get these two horny... I mean, they're probably like 18. They're probably they're, they're probably just out of high school. Yeah, oh, in the movie. I think in the movie, the prepa, if I'm not mistaken, which is a, yeah, a little bit after high school. But yeah, just I just remember all of us just not like being very fascinated with it that we had to like track this movie down watched it like late at night over at my house yeah and all three of us just like being blown away by it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well uh i remember specifically that uh blockbuster would not carry the unrated version of this movie Mm-hmm. Because Blockbuster, there was a big thing about, you know, they're Christian-owned, it's a family company, yeah. and they decided not to carry unrated versions of movies. They would only carry... They would carry it if they did a cut that made it rated R. Right. And so they did that for this movie, and I specifically decided... Oh, no. I watched it because that's the only way I could get a hand, my hands on it. And then I finally ended up buying it, and I probably got it on Amazon. So you saw it without I, all the... Right. So I saw the rated R version. Mm-hmm. And then Good when I finally it. bought it, I th- it was either... It must have been either Amazon or I may have bought it at like Tower Records or something. And I bought the unrated version. And I was like, Woo! I went on to buy well, You see everything, <laughs> which I didn't realize. Yep. And yeah. maybe I always watch the, the R rated yeah. version and... You know, when I saw it a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, like oh, well, th- that is a penis. Yes. Yep. Several. You see them in the locker room. <laughs> I am seeing a And penis. swimming in the pool, mm-hmm. in the yeah, leafy I, pool. Yeah. All, the, all that. Yeah. There's but yeah, a lot of, of these. Stories. I remember Gael Garcia Bernal was just coming in, was just coming on the scene. Uh, I remember also at this time renting 
Amoris Peros, yeah. which he had done with Alejandro Gonzalez in her two the year before this. I think that it pretty much got him this movie was doing right. that. So, yeah, I just kind of me dipping my toe into foreign Born. cinema. Mm-hmm. And then later in college, I, uh, I studied abroad in Mexico. Yeah. And I studied abroad I in, like, Michoacan, which, like, is sort of out in the sticks. Like, it's pretty much just, like, rural Mexico. Mm-hmm. Which you see a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You see, like, uh, th- that's exactly what I love, that when they're driving yeah. through this, you know, the, the pueblos, mm-hmm. you see, um, you know, like, the I think there was a quinceañera yeah. that they had, and they had to, like, you know, give them cooperativa, mm-hmm. which yeah. is, like, you know, some money, you know, for the for the quinceañera. And yeah. you see all the little, you know, the crosses on the street for mm-hmm. people who have passed, and yeah. you know, they, they want to honor their, their dead. So how was your experience in that, like, after, like, seeing this and experiencing this a little bit more. I think that I got more of the political subtext of the Mm -hmm. movie Mm -hmm. and they talk about how um, Tenoch's father is... Is he a politician? He is. Wait. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He got... They said he got back into uh, politics, I believe, uh, when Tenoch was... He was a nationalist, which is yeah. very different than being yeah. a nationalist here in the United States, <laughs> right. in but, Mexico, but a patriotico. When I was living in Mexico, we had sort of a crash course in Mexican politics. So mm. we learned about all of the all of the all the political parties, the presidents, just sort of the political unrest that's been pretty much like Always. It's, consistent it's for life. like yeah. fifty years. So I think that I got more of that when I revisited it when I was in my early 20s after I had studied abroad and I kind of started to understand a little bit of that because it's like that's in the movie but it's just sort of you kind of have to be looking for it Mm -hmm. or you have to be familiar with just Mexican politics and society to really pick up on it. And that's sort of like uh, what Cuaron does in his movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He presents you with like these characters who are living their life in Mexico and then, you know, like crossing the street, you know, this person died and they didn't find him, you know, for three, you know, days yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, little things like that. Like, again, like if you're not from the country, if you're not looking for that, you won't necessarily catch it. Yeah. And that's, you know, like a true like Mexican experience, you know, that you are living your life. You are, you know, in this the huge, 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 you know, Mexico City, but the, all these little lives are happening yeah. and, and you don't necessarily, like, realize. Yeah, that. and I remember we became friendly with the locals who were probably in their mid to late 20s, and I remember sort of observing the dynamics with them and their parents, and I immediately thought of this movie, mm-hmm. of how they would treat they would treat their sons, of that they are like their little prince, and just sort of, like... <laughs> Young people are just sort of tethered to their parents. Yes. Yeah. And just, which yes, is a very are. interesting <laughs> dynamic because I yeah. was like, I left home at 18 and I just like went on to college and I did my own thing. I made a lot of mistakes, but it was just sort of my mom just sort of gave me the free, like the freedom to just sort of go out and my live and live my life. But you're sort of tethered to family and well, family is the most important. Yeah. If you're, if you're not married, you're not leaving your then house. Don't leave. Yeah. It why move out? It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. you're not leaving this house. And you see and sort if you're of, a man, like you're, and you, you bring s- your wife yeah, to the house. Yeah. To yeah. Live. yeah. And you see the, and you see the, the dynamics with like, uh, uh, Tenoch. Tenoch's like nanny. 
and just kind of stuff like that. How he, mm-hmm. she like, oh, she, I think she, does she feed him that sandwich? She's very close to feeding <laughs> him. Always noticed, that she always, yeah, that she always she noticed that, to him. We always notice that she pats him on the head. Yeah. Like a yeah. little puppy. Well, because she probably <laughs> raised them. Yeah. yeah. You know, if yeah. you've seen Roma, also mm-hmm. from Cuaron, mm-hmm. you know, that's what they Absolutely. do. They, they mm-hmm. bring these women from the outer skirts and the small pueblos of Mexico and yeah. because there's no, no work. And yeah. they bring them to the big city and they raise your children. Mm-hmm. You I know? think there's a, one of the voiceovers later on towards the end uh, when they get to her pueblo, when they mm-hmm. drive past it. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. And he says that he kind of talks about it and he says that he called her mama until he was like three exactly and then and, and he sees the name of her pueblo and yeah. you know he didn't tell anyone he didn't say anything. He, yeah, yeah he didn't say anything and and she probably raised them until yeah. mm-hmm. like now that's his his actual mother you yeah, know yeah. so hey i wonder when <laughs> when gael garcia says y tu mama también like <laughs> does he mean his mom or does or he mean the nanny but the real mom though she's just like this hippie like spiritual lady she's like because she's rich. Yeah. Yeah. She, and- she has the opportunity yeah. to be a hippie yeah. Mexican lady, you know, because every other Mexican is lady is like out there doing something. Hustling, yeah. yeah. They're hustling. <laughs> they're not like taking yeah. mushrooms on a Monday oh afternoon. Oh you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting when you look at Coron's career that he had done some pretty big studio movies up until this movie. And that probably had a big influence on just the visual look on this movie, just because I think that he kind of wanted to do a movie that was not really influenced by the Hollywood system. I think he wanted to go back to something that was a little more raw. That kind of feels like a documentary and you definitely see it in this movie. Well, it's, it's, he always uses, um, Oh my God, uh, Chivo to yeah. his cinematographer, yep. which mm-hmm. I think he did this he one did too. This movie, yeah. And um, when I saw, before I watched this over, I saw Solo con tu pareja. Yeah. Um, so if you have a chance to watch that, it's amazing because it's also using that same. Uh, I think it's Chivo also, uh-huh. and I feel like this movie is a continuation of that. Then and, and they have the same same opening scene where it's like they're having sex yeah. and following like this well off like family and, and mm-hmm. group of you know friends mm-hmm. and um, and uh, <laughs> um, so yeah so I feel like Guadon is very specific in like his um, yeah. cinematography mm-hmm. well like, I, re- I remember when I first watched this movie and it does that thing where um, there's no musical score yeah. in the movie all the music is uh, diegetic. Yeah, it, it's coming. Is, yeah. It's coming Which from the characters means, listening to yeah, music in the scene. It's only music yep. that's that's actually present in the in the scene. Um, so it's whatever they're listening to in that and shitty like station radio, wagon. Yeah. Plastilina motion. <laughs> Which very interesting. Like the, the last song, the one that she puts in the mm-hmm. in the. ¿Cómo se llama esa cosa? The jukebox. The jukebox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she dances to and. It's a it's a song about love and mm-hmm. yearning for love and I miss you so much and I wish you were here and I never caught that yeah until mm-hmm. today yeah. you know and what I never really did catch and I don't I don't know if you guys did but when I saw this movie I never caught sort of like the love story between the men oh yeah yeah, yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. you know I I saw the friendship and maybe because as Mexicans we're not. Yeah. Program to yeah. see yeah. men who just, love men. Just very yeah. like yeah. machismo. Yeah. Just sort of 
But she guys she, have to be guys. She makes mm-hmm. reference of it yep. several she did. times. In the she movie, did. You know, so she's she's picking up on it. But I mean, she's a little. She's not Mexican. And she's Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Which you know they're very um, uh, progressive. You yeah. Know, not yeah. like you know us Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, not now because you know we're we're different now than twenty years ago. Yeah. But but you see like you know like the interactions with you know the help at the end of the day, even though yeah. the, these guys are in suits. Sorry, I'm just. I got caught up. Oh yeah, and that's okay. The movie's on in the background, so we're kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the the, the the cleaning ladies are bringing out, bringing them you know, food, the, yeah. you know, to to the guards. Yeah. You know, yeah. and what I found very very interesting also in this movie when I um, is the fact that even though Tenoch and Julio are so so close, they're like brothers. Um, when they get in that fight, the first thing that. Tenoch tells Julio, he calls them uh, a revista, uh, which is a social climber. Yeah. yeah. He calls them a, na- a naco. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, is there a, a word in English for naco? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say. Is it, is it just sort of somebody that's <laughs> from lower class. more of a yeah. working lower class yeah. that just sort of latches on to someone that has you know, a little bit someone, more money than they do? Not even yeah. Lower class, no taste, no money. Yeah. You know, like. Somebody, you know, usually darker skin, yeah, you know, yeah. they call you a naco. Yeah. And, you know, even that's, those are the first things that he goes to, yeah. to hurt his feelings, yeah. you know. And, yeah. and at this point, they've been friends and they have like, you know, attend, uh, uh, what do you call that? The manifesto, yep. you know, yeah. their friendship, like 10 points <laughs> yeah, of yeah. how close they are. And it takes... So One close that they that. are jerking off right next to each <laughs> yeah. other on the diving board. I remember watching this scene and us just Here's being that. like, oh my God. What is happening right what now? What is happening? <laughs> See, but he did it in such a beautiful way that I'm saying, I'm telling you, like I, I never caught the love between the men. And now when mm-hmm. I watched it again with those eyes of like these men might be in love. Yeah. I, I I caught it a little bit. I see the love story. Yeah. I, I see it more from Julio's standpoint yeah. mm-hmm. than yes. Tenoch, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I see it more in, like, when, when they get in this fight and, 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 and you just see that, like, Julio's, like, he just is so heartbroken. Yeah. You know? And and um, Tenoch just goes to, like, for the kill. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's, in- it's interesting because, like, Tenoch is... Maybe is the less mature one mm-hmm. because he comes from more wealth privilege. and he has yeah. been yeah, he has more so privilege, yeah. babied throughout his entire life. Yeah. So he's a little less emotionally. I don't think either of them are ready to kind of face those kind of feelings. Mm-hmm. But it's like they talk about, you know, the their little group, the Charolastras. There's more of them. There's mm-hmm. their other, the stoner friends yeah. that gives them the directions to the fake beat. <laughs> Love the stoner yeah. friend. Yeah. I think yeah. that we all knew this. <laughs> we all had that friend. We all had this friend <laughs> when we were young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't even keep us like a conversation going. Yeah. Um, and, but then there's, a, there's another guy in the group that they kind of all fell out of touch with. And they mentioned that He's ever like since he came out, we don't really hang out with them anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, are you okay with that? And they're like, Oh, it's fine. It's, they're both like, it's fine. You know, we yeah. don't care, but they don't hang out with them anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And well, is it because the kid went off and found his own gay friends and, He's living just in a, you know, Sonarosa scene. now. Yeah, just I, like- <laughs> when these kids are, you know, like, 
I don't know if they ever do come out, you know, because when they sure, they yeah, find yeah. each other again, I think a year later, yeah. um, Tenoch now is doing the one thing that his dad wanted him to do. Yeah. He's yeah. So he was always, classes, yeah. yeah, that he didn't want to do. So he was always going to be this kid. He's yeah. always going to be this, you know, person who, you know, 20 years, like today, Tenoch is like, like his dad, you know, he yeah. has the president of, you know, Mexico at his parties, yeah. you know, and, mm-hmm. and Julio, you know, just part of the, you know, prole, we call it, yeah. which is the, the working class, you know, even though he probably finished school, yeah, he's still not well off, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and that was always going to be, I don't know, in my opinion, I, I, I didn't have an adulthood in Mexico, so right, I don't right. know sort of where it would have taken me, but yeah. like, it, it's very much present in the class, like if you sort of stay in it, yeah. you know, you kind of hover and you like hang out and yeah. you have the benefits of it like Julio did, but you never really are part of it sure. unless you're like born into it. And I feel like they really, he really was, oh, he really was <laughs> able to, <laughs> to, to capture that, you know, and there's, there's, um, the notch and his, his nanny. Look at his little booties that he was wearing. You know, <laughs> he's, he's just so hanging out. Kind of the, um, the main story of this movie is that these two boys find, uh, they meet this woman at a wedding f- at a cousin and they're kind of cousin, flirting with yeah. her. There, she uh, she's with her husband, and who you is Tenoch's older cousin? Yes, that they are kind of like Tenoch's older cousin, antagonistic yep. with because mm-hmm. he's older than them, and, and he's, he's an actual of, writer, and yes, Tenoch wants, to be, wants a writer, to be a writer, so he's salty about so, it. So uh, yeah. they're kind of chatting up her. They're um, they're just sort of telling her about this beach that they want to take her to, right? And then they sort of part ways. But they're just making it up. Yeah, they're, not they're just like, sort of talking out of their ass. They're making yeah. it up, and then the next day. Um, she calls him up and she she's calls like, I want to go to the beach. To go. And you kind of uh, get some turmoil with her and her husband that he's been sleeping with other women. And she just decides, I'm going to go to the beach with these two horn dog boys. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in the, I guess, background, like she's, you know, you find her like, yeah. there's something going on with her. She's yes. like crying and something. And is- she's kind of the character that when I revisit this movie now, and mm-hmm. I'm Probably now roughly the same age as Louisa. Oh, like you're probably older than her. Probably like in her... <laughs> she was in her 20s. Yeah, oh, she, yeah, was she in her 20s? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I was expecting this to character younger. to be like in her mid-30s. No, I think she was supposed think to be so. in her 20s. I think so. I think her okay. in her 20s. Well, anyway, so it's kind of yeah. interesting now when I revisit this movie. She's kind of the character that I latch on to the most. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just that thing that when you grow up, when you grew up on this movie, that when I watched this movie, 17 years old, I think that you immediately have to identify with one the of these one of these boys. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. just sort of when you get older, you kind of really see Luisa's character and just that sadness with her. She's the most mature. Well, she's yeah. had so much in her life. She's, she's had yeah. so much she's in her life. Everyone. She's lost. She's she talks yeah. about her boyfriend yeah. that when they were 16 years old, he died on his motorcycle. <laughs> and then she just sort of had to settle with, with her husband. Like when she I think was, she did love him though, but you know, all yeah, the yeah, 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 sleeping around, but just sort of like she found him in her early twenties. Mm-hmm. So she didn't really have, a life as a young person. And she also says that, you know, she's, she just went to school because that was a thing to do. She had to help right. her, yep. her tia. So she needed some she kind of to go yeah. study to a be a dental hygienist. Yeah. yeah. She so needed a she, profession. She didn't, ha- she didn't come from the privilege that, you know, mm-hmm. her husband had. Yeah. Hano, right? I actually, Hano. I shouldn't yeah. say that there's a sadness to this character because I think this character... I think there is. I think yeah. that this character is also very joyful. 
But yeah, but there is just this melancholy about her. And then at the very end of the movie, you see why. You find out why. You find why. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she's the more, probably the only mature, centered character that we get to see in the whole movie. Because except, you know, for the nanny who brings the sandwiches, (laughs) like there's nobody else that, you know, that's giving any sort of maturity in the movie. Everyone's, you know, either, you know... uh, Julio's sister is out there fighting La Revolucion, yeah. you know, the parents are busy, mom is, we never get to see Julio's mom. Right. Or, I don't think we see Julio's mom, we only see yeah, the sister. No, just, she's a secretary, then, like, for a long time mm-hmm, in an office, just mm-hmm. the mom, you know, just yeah. the sister, like, fighting it out out there in the streets, and, you know, like, and, everyone else is on to their own thing, either drugs or sex, yeah. <laughs> or money. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and, and she's the only one, I think, Luisa, that's sort of looking for something more that's none of those things. Yeah. You know? yeah. And yeah. She probably thinks, oh, this kids her fun. They're harmless. Let yeah. me, you know, mm-hmm. let them take me to the beach. And I don't think she had the plan all along. No, no, Just sort of yeah. like, mm-hmm. it happened. I think you know? the, one of the things that I noticed about it watch rewatching it now after so many years is that you know um with their immaturity just comes with uh they just get super passionate about things one minute and then kind of forget about it the next mm-hmm, minute mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie we talk about we see them both banging their girlfriends who are getting ready to leave for a European yeah, vacation. vacation. Ta- they're going to Italy like, for promise me you're weeks. not going to fuck anyone yeah. else. I love you so much. I yeah. can't, you know. And they're like, oh, you're not going to go out tonight, are you? And, oh, no, I couldn't go. I'm going to be too sad. How can I go out? Party. Yeah. yeah. At the airport, that, they're like, yeah. so you're going to party? Fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck these bitches. Yeah. Like, they need to leave now, yeah. you know? Like, oh, they've been yeah. saying bye for three hours. Yeah. Leave already. We yeah. need to go. And yeah. you know, and we kind of find out later, too, <laughs> that you know that these girls are probably doing the same thing. They're mm-hmm. going to Italy? Where did they, they go to They were. Italy? Yeah, because yeah, they were doing each other's boys. boyfriends. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, and they're, they're so passionate about their girlfriends, but then they're going to party, you know? And, and they assume that they are the... They have... They, I mean, they know everything about sex. Yeah. And that's what yeah. all... I mean, we were talking about the opening <laughs> scene of the movie and Awful. just sort of like when you watch it when you're younger as opposed to now. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like... Jesus Christ, kids! Like These children, like you were and just like going right in there. It's just all you know, awful, like low dry humping, and yeah, yeah. when they both, you know, because they both sleep with Luisa, one, yeah. you know, because she's just in pain, and yeah. Tenoch is there, and, and she said it, whoever was there, it yeah. was going to happen was with, Julio, you know, yeah. and it's you know a very comical sex scene, really, because yeah. it's just like comes and like. 10 seconds <laughs> and then she like okay i'm just gonna have to sleep with the other one so the other one's not mad it's like toddlers it's like yeah yeah you gotta give them both the same snack or they gonna be yeah. mad you know that's same size. how yeah, yeah. immature they are and how she's like you know almost as a mother figure even though you know she's not that yeah, like, yeah. guiding them she's yeah. like well i'm gonna have to like just make it even and have them both have their snack <laughs> and they both suck you know awful. and yeah, just awful, awful sex. um I always think that when we're younger and we first watch this movie, were you a uh, Diego Luna or Fan or girl okay, so. or a Gael <laughs> no, Garcia no. Bernal type of girl? I okay. So Diego Luna and Gael Garcia Bernal are ch- uh, child stars. Is that Diego Luna know? was on a big Mexican She'll, soap opera. No, that was um, both actually. Yeah. Oh, both. They were in okay. the same one. So it was called El Abuelo y Yo. Okay. And um, I think it was the same premise where. 
Um, I think Gael Garcia lived with his grandpa, el abuelo. It was about Gael Garcia was the main guy, and I think uh, Diego Luna was, was his friend. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't remember because I, I mean, I'm the same age as they are. Yeah. 25. Right. And um, <laughs> and at the time, I don't remember if, if Julio, if uh, uh, Diego Luna was rich back in, in that, mm, in that novela. Show. Okay. But they were like best friends. And it was one of the biggest novelas in Mexico, at least for me, because it was my age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then Gal Garcia sort of left. Like they both, I think he might, uh, Diego Luna might have done another movie. I mean, I mean novela. Uh, but, okay, um, sure. But Gal Garcia just left he didn't do anything else oh, he just okay. was gone and he went on to do amores perros and then he came, when yep. he came back he did amores perros so i yeah. watched amores perros and i'm like i know this guy <laughs> i know those eyes yeah. and when i found out it was gal garcia oh, amores perros talk about a fucking bummer of that a movie was, that, that, was, that, that one bummer. Mm-hmm. have you guys done that one no. i don't no. want to do it no no i don't don't call me back we will not. no we're, we're not going to be doing that or no. 21 grams are beautiful what about uh well that's another that's a whole other conversation yeah. but i quite on series would be amazing but anyway right um so then what i found out is that gal garcia went to study in um england that's where oh, he went okay. to school and i think maybe acting school or whatever he did sure he left and he you know left to england and then he came back with Amores Perros okay. and I was like this is my boyfriend from <laughs> you know 10-15 years what ago does, uh, what does Roger say on American Dad you think everything I want is unnecessary you wouldn't let me adopt a rabbit you never let me watch the hills you wouldn't let me get that Gael Garcia Bernal poster his eyes are green and he's Latin I need it he's Latino he has he's a, got green he, eyes he has a Gael poster he's like he's Latino and has green eyes <laughs> he's he's one of the I mean, and I don't want to be biased because I love him so much, but he's mm-hmm. such a great actor. Yeah, yeah he, he has is. such he's range. Really, yeah, absolutely. You know, and and he's so daring in the in the roles that he's chosen for his career. Yeah. He didn't choose, you know, the, the classic route of like, you know, being just like hot in movies and like the the, yeah. the Latin lover. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had yeah. such such range in in his um choices for roles, but so I'm I'm definitely team Gael Garcia and uh, um, I've met them both. I have to say, oh, you have? I have. <laughs> Didn't even come into like Maxwell or anything. Maxfield, Maxfield. yeah. So the story Maxfield, with yeah. with Gael Garcia coming into Maxfield was a very sad moment for me oh, no. because uh, so he comes in and he doesn't know me. Oh. And I How walk, could he not know you? <laughs> and I walk up to him, guys, and I see him. This is my moment. You're I've like, been waiting that? for years. I spent 10 years at Maxfield. I had been already there for yeah. three years. So finally he walks in. This mm-hmm. is when he's uh, uh, married or dating an Argentinian actress, and sure. I think she might be pregnant with his oh, baby. Whatever. whatever. Why would he Cares. bring her? So he comes over, and me, <laughs> I walk right up to him and say nothing. <laughs> I just, just, just walking out. I just, ra- out. I just in his personal space <laughs> bubble. His face. He's probably two inches taller than me. Yes. I'm five two. Short king. Yeah, we short love. Yeah, king. we love a short king. He's the only short king we love. And I walk up to him, guys, and I literally just stand in front of him and say nothing. <laughs> and he just looks at me, and I'm just like, it's me. <laughs> But with my eyes, because I, I have no words. Story, right, Sandra. Right. I have no words. I'm Sorry. just looking at him like, didn't you see me watching you oh all these years? Yeah. It was awful. It was wow. it was embarrassing. And I just like, then I turned around and acted like I was fixing shoes. And then I ran and I hid in my office until he left. I watched oh, him no. in the camera and um, he might have smiled. I don't remember. I just remember oh him looking at me like, 
very confused. Who is this like, crazy woman? Do I know you? Yeah. Do I, do, do I know <laughs> That's you? That's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, when you, so that was... When did you meet Diego? Uh, we went to... He was giving a talk at, I think, USC or UCLA. Mm. And it was one of those, like, high... Like, nothing, like... Yeah. Okay. We didn't have a conversation. By sure. then, I was a little bit more mature and, like, <laughs> respectful of people's Weren't you space. telling me that Javier and, and Penel uh, became into... Yeah, yes. Okay, now it's going to be the podcast of Sandra being appropriate with like people that don't know her and sure. she thinks they're best friends. Love it. So <laughs> I asked Penelope Cruz if I could f- touch her pregnant belly. You do not touch people's bellies. <laughs> pregnant ladies get that. Especially you probably, <laughs> Penelope Cruz. You probably asked her in Penelope Spanish, so she was Cruz. probably cool with it. I don't remember. This is. This, <laughs> <laughs> She's used to it. She's it was, fine. No. And, and now that, like, you know, having crossed that, like, no, you don't ask someone to touch their stomach yeah. at Maxfield. Yeah, She's a yeah. fucking employee. Like, <laughs> but she was so sweet. And she said yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, again, you know, it's, it's one of those moments that I, like, go home and I'm like, why would I do that? And wow. sometimes when I'm driving down the 101 <laughs> and I'm very embarrassed, I want to just throw myself over that bridge and be like, but why are you but like why? this? <laughs> why are you like this? You know what though? Celebrities now, they have to worry about like people on TikTok and yeah. these are the top 10 worst rooted uh, celebrities I ever met. Well, I, so they don't want to be in that list. So now they're like, sure, touch my pregnant touch belly, my weird pregnant lady. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, but you know, you, you, you get, I get, I've gotten my share of people who are, yeah, we've seen everyone yeah. there, you know, but, but yeah, oh, yeah. these Especially people are, there. You, You'd see you see everyone, yeah. but you know, mostly we leave them alone, mm-hmm. but not Sandra. Not no, Sandra. Yeah, now yeah, Gal Garcia or Penelope Cruz oh or Ricky Martin. I was like, can Ooh. I? Can, oh, and Juan is. Oh, God, let's, let's move on with this oh my movie. God. I am very um, appropriate. I love it. So, yeah, I mean, I was definitely more of a Gael girl. You're, you're into Gael. I mean, yeah. I think it's those eyes that really yeah. seals the deal. Yeah. And those lips. Mm-hmm. He just has those lips. Especially when he's in, like, bad education. In oh, that sure. face, yeah. like serving yeah. Julia Roberts drag <laughs> in that giving, movie. He's giving Julia in that movie. No, but have you seen his mother? Mm-mm. He looks exactly like oh, his mother. Oh, okay. All right. Exactly that like his mom. Sense. Well, yeah. he has, yeah. a, very, he has a very pretty face. A beautiful face. Mm-hmm. He's gorgeous. I was. I love these ladies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, it, it is a scene in, a, in someone who's, you know, selling food out of their home, older women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're just like, uh, you know, at the end of the night, they, they sell tostadas for like, you know, the pesos. Yeah. And that's how they make the little extra income, you yeah. know, to like bring a little bit more food. And that's, you know. You know what I remember specifically too about this movie is um, at the time I had friends who were like, oh, I took Spanish in high school and call it like white mm-hmm. friends new Spanish, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and watch this movie and they were like, what the fuck are they yeah. saying? Yeah. It's all very, the it's, Mexico, oh it's my very God. specific Mexican slang, very, especially yeah. the names that Mexico they call City each other. City Mexico too. City, because, Mexico and they don't City translate specific. it, you know, because no. whenever they say, wait, like, wait, every... Way is like dude. It's like dude. It's like dude. dude but it has way, so way, many way. different ways. They say man, you know, but it's like, mm-hmm. there's so many different ways of saying it. And certain things that they say, I'm like, that's not what they... <laughs> read yeah. the subtitles, like, that is what she Th- said. That's not, yeah, that's not what they said, yeah. No, the Mexico, you know, city is, it's you know, known uh, yeah. slang. It, it's very particular to it and mm-hmm. to, to the city and... It, we, they call them chilangos. I yeah. don't know if that's still... PC. I don't think so, yeah. <laughs> so. It's kind of like gringos. Yeah, I don't know if, you yeah. know, ch- calling someone a chilango is PC anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, the, the slang is very particular to the city. And I mean, we all know it as Mexicans, yeah. you know, because yeah. we, most of the shows that we watch are, you know, made in Mexico City. Much yeah. of, the, you know, most of the movies that, you know, come out in Mexico, made in Mexico, are mm-hmm. made in Mexico City. So we you sort of grow up with mm-hmm. the, with the slang. With the I'm, yeah. I'm from Acapulco and we have a lot of, you know, Chilangos. Yeah. Sumi. <laughs> I don't think our listeners. <laughs> Sumi. We have a lot of Chilangos that come to, to Acapulco. Yeah. And so we, you know, we sort of grow up knowing the, the slang. But yeah, yeah, it's very. And another way of like belonging, I guess, to, to La Raza or no sé cómo decirlo demás, uh, for Tenoch is speaking like, yeah. you know, the students, all oh, they all speak like that. Yeah. But the moment, like, they, you know, put a tie on, like, they can't, you know, speak like that. Right, and, they, right. and that's how they, I guess, differentiate themselves from, yeah. you know, the, the rest of, you know, us. Like, yeah. the that is speaking. It's so interesting, too, like, the wedding that takes place at the beginning of this movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's like... I mean, I ain't never been to a wedding like that before, but I've also been to a ton of weddings like that. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. nothing as extravagant mm-hmm. with, you know. And we have El Presidente. Yeah, 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 that's I mean, what I'm saying. El like, Presidente. I mean, Mexicans know how to throw a party, especially also, when it comes to weddings or birthdays. But also, yeah. they talk mm-hmm. about, like, there's all the security, and yeah. different people have their own private security there with them. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, of course, I've been to a wedding with, like, mariachis and, yeah. you know, and but all that. That's the- what I feel like Guaron is telling you. Like, this kind of rich is yeah. a whole other yeah. level of rich yeah. you know like Tenoch con you know vacaciones en Lake Tahoe yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you know, also like, I mean they talk about <laughs> his, I, don't, I don't I don't do that they talk <laughs> about Lake Tahoe. they talk yes. about his family having to hide out in Vancouver yeah exactly when like they yeah. got in some trouble with the law mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. the girlfriends like go on vacation in Italy to Italy yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. In the, this is, in, is this in the 90s 20 years ago yeah the I think it's set in 99 yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. I mean people are they have who has that kind of money yeah. to like vacation in Italy, go yeah. hide out in Vancouver for a year. Yeah. You know, so he's setting the precedent like these people are like rich, rich, mm-hmm. yeah. like a whole yeah. other level that like, you know, the top maybe, you know, 0.5% when Mexico, they, yeah. you know? when they, that one scene where we do see the notch and the nanny, they start off on the first His floor house. of the house yep. and there's a freaking fountain. I mean, it's one of those. <laughs> Mexi- of it's one of those Mexican uh, houses that yeah. has like the courtyard. The courtyard, in it. Yeah. yeah. There's a fountain. When I was, there's a water when I was living in, in Mexico. We lived with families, and I lived yeah. with a dentista. Oh. And it was. I mean, That's the house money. was pretty money, dated, yeah. Yeah. but it was. This house had probably seven bedrooms in it, yeah. and yeah. it was built around a courtyard. Yeah. And there was just peacocks in the courtyard running around. <laughs> oh, so you, you were rich, rich in Mexico. Yeah. So I got, to, I got to live with like the money. Family, the yeah, only peacock good, I family. saw probably in my tamales. I, and I remember, and I remember <laughs> they just called them the pavo reals. Yeah, they didn't have names for pavo, them. They just oh, called okay. them the yeah. royal turkey. Yeah. Pavo, I thought that pavo was funny. Real? Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, That's oh, see, this is, you know, the, the pueblo and, you yeah. know, they're, they're showing their, their pueblo king, queen mm-hmm. and, you know, just got to give a cooperación, just, you know, 10, 20 pesos for the yeah. pueblo. And, and they have all these like rituals in the small town um, that I, I really love that he's, Showing that even though Cuaron is someone who's who's rich, rich. Came, yeah, who's, yeah, yeah, he came, like the whole Roma kind yeah. of was his childhood, was his right? Yeah, because yeah. he would have you come know? from money, um, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, kind of the family in that movie is just based on it's based on him, right? Yeah, in in Roma, his mother, yeah, in yeah. Roma, yeah, in not Roma. not here yeah. because yeah. this is a mm-hmm. whole other level that not not a lot of people have this kind of like money that you know Tenoch's like family does. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like f- for them to have like, oh, their their nephew lives in Spain, and the you know the wife mm-hmm. is from Spain, and he wrote a book, and he's an actual writer, yeah. and like all this creative like jobs. Like the thing in Mexico is that if like I was saying, like Julio, even though he's going to the university and he's probably going to graduate and, and have some sort of title, yeah. he's still never going to be what Denoch right. is. You know, like yeah. you stay in your lane, you mm-hmm. stay in your class, like you, unless he marries somebody mm-hmm. yeah. very rich, but unlikely it's other, it's usually the other way around, you right, know, right. if the guy is really, really rich that he could marry a woman who's not as rich, but a man who has nothing, uh, it's very unlikely, at least then I right. don't know now, but yeah. maybe a little bit more progressive, but yeah, and it, you know, it sort of shows that like everyone's sort of in their lane walking along and what I found really interesting when Julio was in the party, he asks the ba- the bartender, he's like, these people are such assholes, right? Yeah. And the bartender is yeah, just like, he's sure, like, whatever. He's like, mm, yeah, whatever yeah. you say. Like, yeah. we would never say? get caught yeah. Yeah. saying that because that's a good job. Like, yeah. bartending for the president <laughs> of Mexico, like, he's not losing that job, you yeah, know, for this yeah. little punk, you know, who wants to call them assholes. Like, he's like, I'm, yeah, sure, whatever you want. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, Pete, we never got your answer of oh, I was Diego all the way. Diego, yeah, I, I know Diego. that. I know I'm that you love Diego, Diego to yeah. this day. I'm Team Diego, Cassian, mm-hmm. Andor, Star Wars. Like, can I tell you Havana what, Nights? How, <laughs> Dirty, Dirty Dancing, Dancing. Two, Havana Nights. Yep. <laughs> I, I I did not meet him, but I uh, kind of interacted with Diego Luna at Kid Space. I remember at the Children's Museum when I worked there, he came with. Uh, I forgot what kind of kid he had but he had a child he has two children okay mm-hmm. so maybe there were two probably teenagers now. now by now yeah, yeah, yeah. this was Pre-teen. you said his wife was really there. beautiful right his wife was yeah. really beautiful and mm-hmm. i remember him being um quite taller than me but again short king i'm five seven so i was like oh goodness um but when i found out he was going to be in a star wars movie i was like great this is awesome cool i love him i'm excited i go and i watch a star wars movie and there he is, and he's speaking in his accent, yeah. and he sounds like my tios, and I was just <laughs> like, this is fucking cool. Like, this oh, is like... Representation. Yeah, matters. this is crazy yeah. that he... This universe is science fiction, and it's, you know, whatever, and these people are aliens and all that stuff, but at the same time, it's like... Well, you can't keep brown people. Yeah. Well, I think that you <laughs> we always... will go everywhere. <laughs> We're going to we creep into make, every little we'll corner. I mean, it gives everywhere. all of those, all of those <laughs> little Latin boys when they're dressing up <laughs> as Star Wars characters yeah. that, I mean, if yeah. to have someone. To have someone. Because, yeah. you know, like, real talk. Mm-hmm. All elementary school, anytime I wanted to be anything for Halloween, it's like, oh, so you're the Mexican Luke Skywalker? Oh, you're the Mexican Superman? Yeah. Why do I have to be the Mexican everything? Yeah. Why can't I just be fucking Dracula? You know what I mean? But it's like, oh, the no. Brown yeah, I gotta be brown Dracula. And now you're... I don't know what his <laughs> name is in Star Wars. I don't I do not do sci-fi. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, his name's Cassian Andor, and he is uh, a rebel. He's a spy. Um, he, it's a really great character, and he's got his own show that's coming out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and he's coming weeks. out in it. Yeah, he's oh. starring. It's named, it's named after his character. Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, we're going far. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but I, I, I liked him initially in this movie because I thought he was just fucking adorable, mm-hmm. just that little face. And another thing too, when we watched it last night, I was like, 
he looks like a baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. he looks like a little mm-hmm. child in this movie. I'm like, okay. I mean, they were very young. Yeah. They really were. I think they were, were they like 20, 21, if that? I think that I read that Gael's born in 79 and uh, Diego, Diego is 78, 80. 78, I think. Yeah, they're very yeah, 70, No, I think they're both 79. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, I was always Team Diego, but I do love Gael. I mean, he's, you he's, can't deny that face. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's brought us so much. I mean, when I say us, I mean all of Mexico. Yeah, oh, yes. Not just me <laughs> alone. No, but he's brought like our people out of you know pride mm-hmm, and, and because mm-hmm. he's done so well and he's transitioned yeah. so well in, in Hollywood and... Um, he's he's chosen amazing an amazing path for yes, himself, yeah, you know, and yeah. not cliche, right? Yeah, and he's done the cliche things, but as a joke, like Rude Cursi, you know, as like an homage to like <laughs> our ridiculous culture, you know. Like, have you seen Rude Cursi? No, no, I don't think so. It's both Gael Garcia and uh, Diego Luna. Okay, and they play uh, soccer stars. I remember this okay, one. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, kind of remember. I remember this one. Yeah, and it's just a comedy, and yeah. it's just like campy and funny and fun, yeah. and you know they don't have to like be overacting. They don't kiss it, each like, other. Look at one. this! Like the cops just like this a, is something arresting, too. Yeah, the, the, I remember the that was also a big culture yeah. shock of mm-hmm. when I went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. The police just sort of uh, automatic just weapons. Just seeing policemen yeah. in trucks carrying automatic weapons. Like taller than them. Yeah. yeah. And that Sue is me. not really, true. that is just not something that you really see walking down the street in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, I would have been from my college town, Montana, or yeah. even like even now worse. living yeah. here. No, like, and then you're more scared of like calling the cops because yeah. you're going to have to pay them or yeah. you're going to end up in prison <laughs> yeah. or disappear. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. Yeah. So it's, and, and it is a known fact that they, you know, oppress, you know, pueblos yeah. like this, you know, yeah. they take advantage of that. Like you saw, you know, in the corner, this little, this campesinos have like baskets and they're mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, take their, their stuff. And yeah, the, the, the police in, in Mexico mm-hmm. is, is a yeah. whole other level. You never know who to trust, you know, even to this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, always... I'm, I'm from Acapulco and our town is pretty full of, uh, you know, the cartels right now. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. when I went the last time, our whole town was full, our small town was full of uh, cops. But yeah. you don't, you don't know which one's which. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't yeah. gone back. You're like, I can't, I can't trust either. So, But that's the other thing too yeah. about, there's so many, uh, like there's those all-inclusive vacation resorts and mm. you know people go to mexico and they're going there on the bachelor and all yeah. that stuff and it's beautiful and it's beautiful it is beautiful if you don't leave it if you if don't you leave if you stay, if you stay at sandals or yeah. whatever it's mm-hmm. one thing but right out the door yeah you're, you're a dealing completely different story you know and it's it, you know it's a bigger conversation yeah, but, yeah. um yeah, like what you're not seeing is, you know, the the poverty also mm-hmm. that drives the people to join this kind of thing. Right. You know, yeah. that's like I was saying, like, you know, Tenoch, he's he's very rich. Julio is not as rich as Tenoch, but Julio still has privilege. Right. Yeah. Even I in, mean, in not being the, the same. I mean, exactly. yeah. when you look at Julio's apartment, I mean, 
looks like nice. a pretty it looks like yeah. a pretty nice apartment in yeah. terms of just sort of yeah. Mexico. He's not city, yeah. he has his own bedroom. Mm-hmm. He's not living in like the same room as his sisters. Mm-hmm. Or like when you see the yeah. photos that they go to, like the I mean, hotels look, you know, that they look stay at this, in. Yeah, this is completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I think he really captured that in Roma, you know, the fact that like you yeah. know, the housekeeper you know, has her little corner and then she talks about her pueblo and like this all she has because this is how, you know, they live in the pueblo. So it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a really, re- the contrast the economy of, you know, rich and poor in Mexico is it's, there's yeah. no gray area, you know. And, and yeah, like if you go to an all-inclusive resort, it's beautiful. If you go, you know, with a lot of money from here and you only like try to find yourself at a yoga retreat for three <laughs> fucking months, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. and you know, say how cheap everything is. Yeah. Cause you, you come in with money yeah. like yeah. us over there, Brown, we can't find ourselves in a yoga retreat, yeah. you know, for three months. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we gotta eat. But, and then mm-hmm. even, you know, being in Mexico city and eating in a restaurant in what is like, a very cosmopolitan part of the city, very nice neighborhood, all that. And you're like sitting on the little patio having your dinner. Yeah. And they're still coming up to you on the, yeah, so they're they're the sidewalk. There's still the little kids that like, yeah. that run up to you. Selling you cigarettes mm-hmm. and, yeah, and, and, <laughs> or just straight up asking for money. Newspaper. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Like you it. wouldn't, I mean, there's, you know, there's homeless and the homeless people and situation in Los Angeles is worse than it's ever been. And then we can never remember. Yeah. But it, there's a thing where, you don't see little kids yeah. asking. Yeah. Or they don't come. I mean, they'll come cents. up to you in like a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But if you're sitting in like, I don't know, yeah, Applebee's or whatever, yeah. they're not going to come into the patio. They'll get yeah. kicked off. But in, in, in Mexico they, City, it's like, they do, boom. They do get kicked off. They do get kicked off. They do get kicked off and a little bit more ruthless than here. But yeah, yeah. But yeah that is the difference, you know, that you're not seeing like whole families out mm-hmm. like begging for, you know, food and money and yeah. and. You know, here it's most, you know. It's, uh, I mean, don't get me started. We were in Ensenada and I was tequila drunk. I was yeah. ready to I was ready to bring one of those little kids back on the boat. I was like, yeah. yep, don't, d- d- just come with us. Come with us. <laughs> I was like, come no, with us, children. Don't, don't yeah. live this life of scamming people for rosas. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there, well, there's one. There's like a hundred more of, you know, know. of them. Yeah. So, you know, that, and that is the Mexican experience that, yeah. like, you get a little bit of hint in, in Cuaron's movies. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, there's that little booty again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little it's like booty. three inches, like, the little line. The is, little like, crack is, like, so small. <laughs> like, who has this crack that tiny? It's like, little tiny Diego, I love you. But yeah, but, you know, and you, and you see that. Uh, Cuaron is really good at uh, uh, showing you that not in your face, not like to make you feel guilty, not to like, Mm -hmm. you know, put down the country, but it's like, look, this is how we're living. Uh, we're doing, you know, the best that we can on both sides, I guess. And, but this is sort of, is what it is. And we have, that's how we've, and there's, and he kind of, when he films, Kind of when they go out to rural Mexico, mm-hmm. there is some kind of beauty in it. Well, I was, I was just yeah. about to say thank mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. for Chivo. And mm-hmm. listeners, if you're not familiar, the, uh, the cinematographer, the director of photography in these movies, his name is Emmanuel Lubeski. Um, He's won like three Oscars back to back. He works yeah. with uh, Inner Two a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he did uh, Gravity. He did Gravity, and he yeah. won for Birdman and The Revenant back to back. Yeah. Yep. And um, he. Sh- he uh, I mean, in the IMDb trivia, it said he used 90% natural light for this movie. And he shoots Mexico in a way that's mm-hmm. very naturalistic, yeah. but very beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, when you do see a lot of movies that parts of the movie take place in Mexico, um, or if they're about the cartels there's or whatever. No, there's no, like, gold filter. 
I was gonna say we're looking it's at always we're very, looking like, at dirty very, dark. Dirty. We're looking yeah. at you. Looking, we're looking yeah. at you, Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of whenever you go south of the border, it's just gold. It's yellow. Yeah. It's like what the fuck? Why do they do that? They just put a weird we have, filter we on have it. All the colors, <laughs> which you know, interesting. You we say that blue. because uh, solo con tu pareja, it's mm-hmm. green. Okay, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much like Emily. I was gonna say, yeah, 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 yeah. it's very much like Emily, or even like um, what is uh, Del Toro, um, the, um, the 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 Black Lagoon creature. Pan's oh, Pan's Labyrinth? Labyrinth? No, oh, no, no, uh, uh, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Oh, yeah. Shape yeah, of Water so it's, has it's a green beautiful like hue that. It's like green. that. Yeah, yeah. And and the buildings are all like darkness and green, but it's beautiful. Yeah. It's not like grimy and like you know. It's in. Um, yeah, so he does a beautiful job in that one. But here, I feel like the way that he's showing you Mexico is, um, it's light, beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's you know the the poverty is it's it's not ugly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's a way of it's an ism. It's, it's it is what it is, and it's yeah. These people that they come across as they're driving to the ocean, they live mm-hmm. very they live very simple lives, mm-hmm. and for the most part, I mean, maybe they're not happy. But it's just like oh, they're happy. You know, they're happy. But, but it's like Chewy? It's something. Was his name Chewy? Because that's oh, well, all they well, yeah. have. His wife, but, yeah, yeah, I love. But yeah, I love those. It's just two. like yeah. they just live. They just live very simple and content. Yeah. Lives. You know, I have. I mm-hmm. have. My family lives like that in rural Acapulco, mm. and you go into these little towns where their houses are still like sort of you know like sticks and you know cardboard. Yeah, you know, yeah. Lamina, we call it, and um, you. You walk in and they feast you. Oh like, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. so much. They give you a, chickens yeah, yeah. and meats and like just so much food that they don't even eat themselves every day. Yeah, but if you know a guest shows up, yeah, you never. They don't. No one ever complains. Yeah, no one ever complains. They just like just live this life of. Uh, not leisure because yeah. they're no, yeah, working hard, hard yeah. but the way that we understand it is completely different, yeah, yeah. you know, and you would never, you, you walk into a house here. I remember I was dating this, this white man <laughs> and, um, I would come over and whenever I'd come over, I like bring pizza for everyone or whatever I was yeah. cooking, I'd give to everyone. Yeah. And one time they ordered pizza and I helped myself to a, to a slice because I've been, I've been dating this guy for two years. I've been eating my food for two years. Yeah. And um, didn't think any of it. I grabbed a slice of pizza, went up to the room, and I, whatever. Two days later, my, my boyfriend's like, um, they're asking me to tell you, please don't ever touch their food again. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like. Oh, my God. What? Like, I couldn't understand. Because in my culture, like, you, like, if I'm eating, you will eat. Doesn't yeah, matter how yeah. poor yeah. we are, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and, and we are blissfully, like, ignorant sometimes, <laughs> you know, because we don't have, we don't have it for ourselves, but we give it to other people. Right. And right. it's sort of mm-hmm. in this town. So if you, whoever walks, even if they don't know you, they have a smile, they have a beer, they have a meal. Yeah. You know? yeah. And they yeah. really sort of show that in this, you know, in the background of these two men who like don't know if they love each other or not. You know, they have all these old ladies. Like, showing, showing uh, <laughs> sharing the swim in the scene that's playing right now yeah. in this pool full of leaves. I love I, this pool full of leaves. I love this pool. It's, it's very beautiful. Like how this yeah. scene is shot by yeah. Chivo. But that's the thing. It's like this mm-hmm. hotel. I mean, if any 
of us or any just random person were to go there, they'd you be like, oh my God, there. there's tarps everywhere. The pool is covered in leaves. This looks gross. There are two naked boys <laughs> yeah, you would out by the pool. <laughs> you wouldn't stay there. You'd see it and you'd yeah. you know, give it a zero rating yeah. on Yelp. And be like, yeah. I never Supervisor, stayed there. Nope. <laughs> this is not what I wanted. Yeah. Not the vision. But when these two are swimming in this pool that has got a complete canopy of leaves, I'm like, okay, I'll swim with them. Um, you know, these scenes where they're in these little, I mean, are they even restaurants? But No, they're houses. Yeah. No, yeah. it's someone's house. Yeah. And, you know, because my tias, you know, everyone's tia. Everyone, like, you live in this uh, little neighborhood and, like, there's always, like, a tia yeah. that's going to bring out a table yeah. and start cooking and you... Every day of the week, I talking know, about like, and, and like the restaurants, the little going restaurants. To? Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. they're not mm-hmm. actual restaurants. You know, they're um, just someone's house that you know, a few women get together and they just like you know sell quesadillas and, yeah. and things like that at night. The first night that they do that, the scene goes on for three minutes mm-hmm. without a cut, and then the the next, mm-hmm. not the next time they do it, but later on in the movie mm-hmm. after they have the big fight, yeah, and when she puts the, it's the, last, the song the last in the jukebox, scene, yeah. the last mm-hmm. big scene that. Yeah. Scene goes on for seven minutes without a cut. Them just acting, cheersing to Chewy in the background. You know and the men. I feel like they're and, like uh, improv. I yeah, don't think that, that feels, was well, rehearsed. Yeah, I think that like they're. I think like, the script had heavily improv with mm-hmm. all three yeah. of these actors. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, what I what I read about that scene was that they had for two nights in a row, Alfonso, and they they went to that bar, mm-hmm. and he was like. Just hang out, party. We're gonna we're gonna create the scene the, yeah. tonight. Figure it out. But he had them actually drink tequila and like get a little drunk. Mm-hmm. And then the third night, he was like, "Okay, now we're gonna shoot it. We're not gonna drink any <laughs> real <laughs> real shots, but we're gonna shoot it." And so they were just like, "Okay." So they were able to the three of them kind of put together from yeah. like, the last two nights how we're gonna play this out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it feels very um, like. Improv. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel yeah, like yeah. it was rehearsed. Yeah. Like the guys in the back are sort of like, "What are those guys yeah. doing over there? Wait, are they? <laughs> what are they? What are they like? screaming at us? Like, <laughs> well, every time they like cheers to Chewy in the background, like, they're like, "Oh, to drinking off, and no, oh, and don't you love this?" And all. they never respond. The yeah, men in the corner, so they're just like doing. That. <laughs> And they're, they're probably men from like the the yeah. the pueblo, yeah, you know. They're yeah. like, "Hey, you want to show up? You want cien pesos for the night?" Yeah, and yeah. they're like, "Sure, you know, six pack and cien pesos." And they're like, "For sure." They have no idea who yeah, any of these people are, yeah. or that this movie was probably a big movie. They're like, "Sure, I'll I'll go." But I'll you know, out. I specifically remember at the time watching this and thinking, "Okay." They, they're doing these crazy... Oh, my ride's here. You guys hear this helicopter? <laughs> helicopter. Shit. It's um, Gael for me. He remembered <laughs> <Yep>. me. <laughs> he's he's like, dropping down on a, I remember a ladder. He's, gonna, he's, he's landing right in our, right in our courtyard oh right, now, right now for us. That would, I, would, I would die with oh that. My God. And here oh he is in these little white cotton yeah. uh, tidy whities yeah. in this scene. Oh, my God. Um, no, but I remember watching this movie and thinking... Okay, I mentioned it before. The diegetic soundtrack, mm-hmm. big movie talk, right? There's no score. Yeah. Um, there's voiceover. And when the voiceover comes in, the, the sound drops, the sound drops out. out. I yeah. remember when I first watched that thinking, I was like, what this the hell is, is happening? In, this is an independent movie. This is an art movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is an artsy. The guy who is in the, his first movie, Solo con tu pareja, mm-hmm. is the narrator. Okay. The, okay. okay. Yeah. For I this was movie. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, it kind of like mm-hmm. he continued from there. Sure. So okay. it's the, the same guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, I just remember like, okay, this this director is like, this is an art movie. This is not clueless. This is an art movie, <laughs> but this is an art movie, but it has the facade of being a teen road trip road trip <laughs> raunchy you comedy. Know, I don't I don't think I don't maybe here, but I don't think yeah. in Mexico was ever that. Sure. sure. Yeah, I yeah. think in Mexico it was always like mm-hmm the return of the golden era of Mexican cinema, you know, yeah. like yeah. Some, finally someone is doing something of substance who's showing right. us mm-hmm. and it's not because, you know, we had our golden era in cinema where, you know, uh, Pedro Infante mm-hmm. and all those beautiful like movies. And then in the eighties, I think maybe even the seventies, definitely the eighties and the nineties, it was all those horrible, horrible yeah. movies that yeah. were like, uh, just machismo and you know drunks and bars yeah. like harassing yeah. women and just like prostitutes and you know language was you know very crass language and it, it was you know embarrassing to have because I mean I don't think it left Mexico that, yeah. that kind of yeah. you know movie yeah. so to to have a Mexican make a beautiful movie about Mexico and, and how we see and how we live Mexico yeah. and, and sort of throw in there. And he, I don't think he could have had, he could, he couldn't have been obvious about the love story. Of right. The men yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Front. I'd be curious to see how yeah. much of that he discussed with Gael and Diego. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Because I don't, mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't like I'm telling you, when I saw it, it, it was never like two men who are low key in love with each other, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. it was always like a friendship, you know, two guys were trying to like sleep with the like Spanish woman and yeah. like, you know, and have fun. But it was like it was always sold as a as a beautiful movie, you know, from a Me- you know Mexicano honoring, you know, you know Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think he could have been like, hey, this is a story about two men who, yeah. Might, <laughs> yeah. you know, fuck it at the yeah, end. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have they wouldn't have made it. Yeah. But you, you know, know, it's interesting though, too, from a culture that, you know, some people could say is maybe a little repressed or, mm. you know, a little bit more kind of, I guess, I don't know, puritanical in their mm-hmm. viewpoints to see a movie like this and to accept it so wholeheartedly yeah. and be like, yes, yeah. this when is we're having great. like the other movies in the eighties, like yeah. ladies, like being chased by a, you know, by a, a small person, you know, <laughs> like trying to grab her ass yeah. and her titties. Yeah. And, and, and we're like, yes, yeah. that's so funny. There's no bumblebee man in this. Yeah. Movie. No, <laughs> yeah, no, he's just like, and the whole, I mean, these movies are terrible, but you know, and if no one batted an eye because yeah. they, they, they knew I, I can't remember the name of these movies. They have a name, sure. And then you know something like this comes in, but you can't you can't be obvious about. I mean, because yeah, two no. men two men can't love each yeah. other. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Two young men and a rich man and yeah. like you know with a dad in politics. Like no, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I, we've have moved so you know like far from this, and and I know there's still a lot of it still very machismo and very you know. Yeah. But in Mexico. But. Also, just kind of how cinema has evolved in the past 20 years, because that's the thing is that this movie is 20 years old. Yeah. yeah and that's crazy. even in independent movies, mm-hmm. you do not see sex scenes like this anymore. No. That yeah, you don't yeah. really see this type of raw sexuality that is mm-hmm. uh, realistic. 
Like, it's just not really something that you really see in a lot yeah. of movies. I think, I mean, the realism in this movie is so, yeah. like, at the forefront of yeah, yeah. everything. Wait, are they really things. doing it? Yeah. yeah. yeah like, wait, wait, are they yeah. really doing it? Yeah. Look at him throwing a tantrum. And I she's know. Like, and this is where he really looks like a little kid. Yeah. And it's she's like, like a mommy, like, yeah. okay, I had to give him a snack, too, because you had your snack. <laughs> and now he's mad at me. So uh, he needs his snack, oh you God. know? And, um, but yeah, like, the fight is what takes when I when I saw it again yeah. and and I saw the fight again and, and and the way that how ruthless and and just mean he was. Yeah. 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 He goes he you goes know, straight he, for the bone. He, yes he does, you know. Well, and, and Julio's more like you know, like fuck you, you know, he fights back but not he's I feel like in the movie he's like the gentle Well like, when soul. Yeah. Like, when I Julio think, first admitted to sleeping with Tenoch's girlfriend and Tenoch got mad Julio tried to downplay yeah. it. Yeah. He was like, yeah. it didn't mean anything. It was nothing. It was really fast. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, don't ask these questions. Like, you don't want to, like... And, and he was trying to make Danoch feel better about it. And you really see the... You know, I, I, out of the two, I feel that definitely Julio is the more mature. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. because probably raised by a single mom... Yeah. You know, like he had to, he had to, yeah. like, you know, um, and I'm assuming sister. that Julio probably works too. Yeah, yeah, what do you think, he would have. What do you to think probably. Julio does? I don't like, a, uh, yeah, like, do a, like a do? bookstore, I'm like a sure. bookstore, okay. like clerk or in the like a school, like a tutor or something, like nothing, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, crazy, nothing, nothing too, that takes yeah. too much of his time. But he is definitely more mature because you know, he's had to, he doesn't have the privilege that Julio has. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have the nanny patting him on the, <laughs> on the head and bringing him a sandwich. I know? love, I love when Louisa finally gets really fed up and we're at the scene right mm-hmm. now. And she just sort of makes the rules of, okay, when we get to the beach, mm-hmm. I am choosing the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, uh, sunbathe topless. Yeah. topless. <laughs> I don't want any of you pervs looking at me. Or getting the wrong idea, yeah. and when Probably I tell you, tell to, you shut to shut up, you are going to shut up. <laughs> yeah, and we will attempt to have like a good rest of our long weekend like, at the beach. Mm-hmm. See, and it's all like, see how like he like flips him off, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and he does call him Niño Bien. I don't know if he calls him Niño Bien, but he calls him like privilege, yeah, little yeah. shit, you know? You're pri- privileged, mm-hmm. you know? And then the other one's like, "Eres un naco," and um. Yeah, the the first thing that she says to them too, like, you, what you want, you're fighting like dogs, but what you want is to fuck each other. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. know. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> How did I miss it this whole time? Yeah, you know. And um, again, I feel like a little bit of of it is is just being programmed to not, not really see that back yeah. then. Yeah, anyway, because you yeah. know, also in my probably early twenties when this came out, you know, and and just. I didn't have any idea until way after. Like, oh wait, no, they do. <laughs> Sometimes they, they do love <laughs> each other. Boys you like other know? boys. Yeah, boys will be boys. <laughs> but a lot of the Mexican—I don't know Mexican—but a lot of the friendships between men, yeah, s- straight men, or who say they're straight men, yeah. Yeah. are kind of like this. Yeah, you know, where they're just like always talking about sex, always yeah. wanting to bone. Yeah. You know, yeah. always just. Just being, you know, drugs and alcohol and like, you know, sex. So it wasn't anything different at the time when I was watching it until way after when I like actually, you know, now that I saw it as an adult on this side. Yeah, like, yeah. You see the nuances that they have, you know, throughout the film that. And I do think that it's Julio more that's in love with the notch than, than the yeah. other way. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on when they finally do 
when they finally do uh, the three of them after that crazy <laughs> drunken night. And it's one of those things that you do not see all that much. Like, you see them go, you see them go in the bedroom, you see them kiss, and then it cuts away to the next day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't have no, gone yeah, yeah. further but with they, it. But, but you I mean, see enough. They kiss. They kiss, yeah. they kiss like, very woo! desperately. Yeah. 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 Like, the, I think I maybe remember that was it. Being it. That. Yeah. 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 Seeing that kiss, it's like, oh, wait, they've been wanting yeah. this. <laughs> That's when it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because, you know, like... Unless you you've been wanting something for so long, like that desperation be, be behind that, like how they like hold each other, yeah, like, yeah. like oh, they really have been wanting. And also, to do this. kind of, they know that it's like wrong, I guess. Yeah. you know when they're doing it, mm-hmm. so there's a little that's like adding to yeah. how they are, you know, yeah. kind of going at it with each other. And she's there; it's exciting, something yeah. new, and it's like, hey, we're gonna have a threesome. Yeah. we're gonna have a threesome <laughs> with each other. Oh shit, I wasn't counting on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, it didn't, and, you know, the next day, the notch is throwing up. Yeah. Well, he's also throwing up because he's probably also really hungover. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but the way that, yeah. uh, for me, anyway, the way I saw it is that he realized yeah. what happened. What and he's, yeah. like, do? Yeah. throwing up. And I don't think, I never see that side on Julio. I think that Julio's kind of like, well, yeah, that happened. Yeah, he yeah. comes out and even, after a beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he probably, you know, if... if it went on, like, you know, we're following Julio's life and Tenoch. You know, probably Julio maybe explore that more. Yeah. Maybe came out later on because sure. I felt like in this character, it was a little bit more true to his, his character. I get that, like, this. I get Julio found, as something up kind yeah. of yeah. later in his life mm-hmm. being, being a little more bisexual. Mm-hmm. Having uh, romances with... With both. With both. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't as effective, at least, you know... The way I saw it is he wasn't as affected as Julio was. He, I mean, as Tenoch, he wasn't like throwing up or like yeah. all yeah. nervous. He was just sort of like, you know, sitting there, hanging out, like wasn't making a big deal out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he sort of like just accepted that it was. Yeah. And I think Julio was the one that was like completely horrified with what happened. You know? Yeah. So I, I don't think he, if we were to follow, you know, his character, I don't think he, he explored that. Mm-hmm. Again, or maybe only when he's drunk. You know, there's those people that only when they're yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. When they go to the beach, I always remember uh, when I was living in Mexico, we went with some local guys. We went to go camping at the beach. Mm. So I always think of, I always think of this scene mm. of just like going out in a car and it was not the beach, but it was a lake. Mm. It was a lake in Michoacan. And yeah, just like going out in like some some like kid's car and just like pitching a tent out and just in sort of, of in in the middle of like you, did you wear, Mexico. Did you wear bathing suits? We we did wear bathing. <laughs> I don't think that I went in the water. Oh, Were okay. you out yet? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how how was that? Was anyone or everyone was like a bunch of like straight dudes going to the lake in the middle of the night? I, I, I mean, I think that all the guys were straight. I was just very like keeping to myself. How was at your that experience time. of, you know, n- mm-hmm. knowing and being in Mexico where it's not very, it wasn't very accepted um, and having, did it feel different that, you know, being in the closet here than being in the closet in Mexico? Like, like, I think it was probably just different. I mean, this was also at a time that was pre, um, pre cell phones well, and smartphones mm. that like there wasn't stuff like grinder which <laughs> i think that if you add something like grinder or scruff in mexico yeah. it's sort of i'm it, sure there it, 
it changes the entire game. I mean, the thing with Mexico, though, it's like it's very or was again. I haven't you know lived there full time for years, yeah. so it's just my experience of like being Mexican, like my community, you know, growing up. But we are very open to like you know we love drag queens, we <laughs> yeah. love gay men, so, um, but then of, we don't. It's so yeah. weird. It's yeah, a it's yeah. a very interesting dynamic. But yeah. I think that when you go to places like. Mexico City mm-hmm. is that Mexico City is just one of those massive metropolitan cities yeah. that all of the gay all of the gay communities just kind of find each other there yeah, yeah. and just sort of a city that massive that's sort of where you go to go out yeah, I mean LA has nothing yep. on Mexico City like, it's <laughs> some like of Mexico the funnest City, like, yeah. um, some Huge. of the funnest gay bars that we've ever been to is in, in Mexico, Mexico City, City yeah. Yeah. Tom's Leather Bar in Mexico City Tom's Leather Bar was the crazy. dancers <laughs> at Tom's in Mexico also A when you go into Tom's you cannot get in because you are a woman. Yeah, they, would, they will tell you, they you to hit the bricks. Yeah. This really? is not a free country. Yeah. You're not coming in. <laughs> yeah. I love Men it. only. Oh, and then they tell you, like, this is a gay bar. You're like, okay. And then they're like, if your wallet's in your back pocket, put it in your front pocket. Yeah, yeah. Cause they because will, they will. They will fucking will. rob mm-hmm. you here. I mean, they will rob you <laughs> They'll rob you anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will rob you in mass <laughs> yeah. if they can't. But I don't like, know if they're telling, they're yeah. thinking that we're Americans and like, Maybe at a gay bar they wouldn't do that, but they're like, oh, watch, watch your shit. Keep your keep your shit closed. Watch, yeah, <laughs> and also B, don't leave your phone um, on the table. They're dancers, butt ass naked, <laughs> butt ass naked. Oh, yeah, dick that was, swinging. That, that was that. Yeah, yeah. Where that was is this weird. again? It was, uh, it was Tom's Leather Bar in Mexico City. Tom's, yeah. let me in, please. Yeah, and it's called Tom's Leather Bar. Nobody was wearing leather. It was not like it was <laughs> well, not like. Leather, a, I mean, yeah. leather. Like you're. you're Nature's like, but yeah, it was really fun. I remember that they played really great music. Um, yeah, it was a good time. That's the that's the crazy, you know, craziness about Mexico that like we love, you know, yeah. LG is it LG LGBT LGBTQ yeah. plus, plus. Yep. say plus yeah mm-hmm. uh, we love the community. Yeah. Like everyone has a gay uncle. Everybody has right. like I mm-hmm. I personally grew up with like drag queens mm-hmm. like coming into my house getting ready you know to go into the club and like my I found you know pictures of my uncle like dressed uh, you know as a woman and I was never like oh. so you grew up with this <laughs> but then at some point like I don't know if they just like program like men they shouldn't be I don't know yeah. it's, it's just so so weird how it's very present. It's very there. And you, you still get sort of it. a yeah. lot of Catholicism still, and yeah. like older, older Mexicans that are just still very Catholic too. Well, mm-hmm. well you have the, the very, very, very macho man. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you have to be. And anything that's not like that, it's gay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That's yeah. that's like their number one insult, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, pinche joto, yeah. you know, like you're gay, like yeah. oh great. To kind of to go back to your question oh, of if I was probably out at the time I was in Pasacoro in Michoacan, mm-hmm. I mean I probably could have found like <laughs> the gay community there. Yeah. At the time I was I think that I was too kind of afraid to just go out by myself and explore the city sort of after dark and all of that. Yeah. But I think that now I would probably be more open to it. Yeah. If I was kind of the Scott today as opposed to like the Scott who was like twenty two years old. Yeah. yeah. And and that is the beauty that, you know, we have evolved, you know, as a country mm-hmm. and, and it's definitely you know, safe spaces. Yeah. There always have been, but I think it's more open now. Yeah. You I know? mean we uh we 
trusted and believed in Walter Mercado for all those years. So. I mean, yeah. he is the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how can we... And you, you don't know? get more flaming gay than Walter Mercado. You know? I didn't know about Walter Mercado until I started going with Pete. Yeah, yeah. I was like... Well, yeah. He was big here. Like, yeah. in, in Mexico, we didn't... I don't know if he eventually made it there, sure. but like I didn't know Walter Mercado until I was here. But we okay. had Juan Gabriel. Yes. I mean... <laughs> He's like our Beyonce. Yeah. Like he was everything for everyone. And who is this? Juan Gabriel. Yeah. Tell me about him. He, he is our Beyonce. He is our Madonna. He is our Harry Styles. Yeah. You know, he it was like our everything. He died a few years ago, mm-hmm. but he was, uh, he was never openly gay though. Yeah. But he's once someone asked him, you know, are you gay? And he's like, well, what you, what, what it's so obvious you don't ask. Lo que se ve no se pregunta. You know, right. that's what he said. So, but everyone sort of knew. And he was our biggest icon, you yeah. know, Juan Gabriel. So we are walking side by side with, you know, all of, you know, the gay community. But then we also, you know, but we do that with everyone. Like, we do it with brown people <laughs> in Mexico. If you're, you know, dark skin, if yeah. you're poor, if you're gay, if you're, basically, if, you, if you're not a white rich person in Mexico <laughs> sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. You ain't yeah, shit. Yeah. You know? I mean, like you, I were, mean, you will be ostracized. I mean, turn on the news when you are in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. They're all beautiful, very oh, white looking Mexicans. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. People that look like me, I have a friend who told me, you know, he's like, you know, if you stayed here, you'd probably be like, maybe a receptionist at a hotel <laughs> at most. Like your color, mm, yeah. you wouldn't have oh gotten uh, up the ladder yeah. anywhere. One, I w- wouldn't have had the money to go to school because right. my, my, my family didn't. You either have the money or the connections. We have neither. So yeah. I probably wouldn't have gone to school um, like after like La Prepa. So yeah, probably like yeah. A, a secretary of some How sort. How old were you when you moved to the States? 14. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, 14. And How much English did you speak? Uh, pencil. Pollito, <laughs> <laughs> chicken, oh, gallina, hen. That's it. That's all I need. <laughs> Lapis, pencil, <laughs> and pluma, pen. That's it. Like oh, wow. I, I knew <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Wow. So Yeah. So coming here was like, you know, complete shock. But, uh, you know... Uh, this country did give me the opportunities I wouldn't have had in my own country because mm-hmm. I wasn't born into privilege yeah. or from privilege into privilege. And I wasn't, I'm not light skinned. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, you know, even if I had talent to be a singer, you'd probably <laughs> see me like on TikTok now, you know, with my boombox in the corner. Like if you don't have the money or the light skin, you will not get too far in Mexico. And yeah. I don't think it's different now. That's one of the no. things I mean, that when I you look say. at when you look at it's like different. Salma Hayek, Salma Hayek comes from a lot of money. And she married a lot of money. And she yep. married a lot mm-hmm. of money. Yeah. You know? Look at the bowl. She yeah. stayed with She came with it and she stayed with it. Exactly. I mean, that's what they do. I mean, you, you keep it, you know, yeah. you keep it. I mean, a, a last name Hayek in Mexico, yeah. you have money. You know, like no one, everyone's like Lopez and Gonzalez yeah. and Ramirez <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, like, you know, Gael Garcia. Oh, I left, you know, I left Mexico. I was an actor. I left, you know, went to England for, you know, to study, you mm-hmm. know, money. And yeah. so it, con- it continues. Even this, you know, actors, like, that's why the woman, um, oh, um, uh, Paricio, her name escapes me right now. Um, the woman from Roma. It's from Roma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. huge because... 
Yeah. She is brown indigenous. She's a teacher, but still. And she, she got and she got that fucking Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't just look like like a Latina. She just, she looks indigenous. very indigenous yeah. too. But our own mm-hmm. people. Yeah. You mm-hmm. see her like yeah. Yaritza Paricio. Yeah. You see like Instagram, you know pictures of her our own people call her names yeah, yeah you know she showed up in vogue like she uh she she covered vogue in mexico our own mm-hmm. people were like why would you put that woman on there like we're the worst you know we're so <laughs> yeah. racist we are so so i think so mexican racist. people too and like the culture like just like casually capping on each other is just uh, part of yeah. Culture yeah. with your friends, your siblings. I mean, that's kind of like that in a lot of places. But I feel like it's really, like, I feel like. We don't coddle people, except our Mexican men. I, no, I feel like, we except men. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like it's a thing where, like, yeah. if you were around your family or your friends, and, like, let's say you trip or you fall, like, your Mexican friends will laugh. Yeah. Like, straight up laugh at you. And you're like, mm-hmm. that really hurt. And they laugh harder. Yeah. Like, don't you? Like, do no, you well, agree? Like, Am I my, wrong? Like, no, you're no, right. When yeah. my, my kids fall, I'm like, well, I fucking told you not to <laughs> yeah. jump on the couch. Don't come to me you crying, I mean? dude. That, I told you. The, it's, yeah. It is a known fact yeah. that when it's your birthday and you blow out those damn candles oh, on the You're going to get that cake in the face. You're going to get that cake so in your face. So in Mexico, when I was going to school, <laughs> for your birthday, they will find you. Yeah. And they will... Throw buckets of water <laughs> and sometimes eggs. They will break eggs in your head and buckets of water. Yeah. So a lot of people come with like an extra outfit, or some people just don't come to school. At least, again, when I was going, there, I yeah, went all yeah. the way to secundaria, yeah. tercero de secundaria in Mexico, which yeah. is like junior high. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you'd have to bring in like an extra outfit, oh or gosh. because they would wet you in. in oh my god! So, yeah, so we are. Yeah, I mean, I think this explains some of Pete's. Per- personality too because yeah. <laughs> Pete sometimes isn't the most like warm or friendly person <laughs> especially when we go not, out that yeah. is not true no I'm all that's that's yes that's that's true I mean we but we are very much loving and loud and yeah like, but we just you know oh, we yeah. just love a short or way in a meaningful way yeah you know yeah. like just don't hold my hand all fucking day you know like yeah. That's you know, and, but like you're saying, like your family, like they will give whatever they have to you when you come they, over, all yeah. the food, all that stuff. But if you trip walking in the they door, will laugh at they're you. gonna laugh at you. Or the dog like <laughs> bit you. They're like, "Well, I fucking told I you not told to you. roll by the neighbor's told house." Told you not to look them in the eye. Yep. Yeah, but they will empty their their eyes, you know, yeah. chest, their, their their refrigerador for you. Yeah. You know that we show we show our love through food. Yeah, just like celebrating you. You know, mm-hmm. celebrating each other, even though as and much then, as like we like you know and they force you to eat and then after you're done eating they ask you why you're so fat yeah yeah oh that's the first question when you go to mexico Mija, estás bien gorda. that's because Every y'all time. are eating so much carbs yeah i know well i mean mm-hmm. and they're forcing it on yep. you oh no i'm it's, good i ate love. already what you well, ate look, already look at Have the guy plate. here in the back like the bartender yeah. like he has eaten a tamale in his life or two <laughs> So, one or two, a couple. One or two. Yeah. But yeah, it's, your your family will not hesitate to ask you to your face. And not just your grandma. Family that you're barely tight with. It's a cousin I haven't seen you in 15 years. Seen, and they tell you straight up. The first thing is like, fat. you look old and yeah. fat. <laughs> and I, they don't even like take it back. They don't say, I'm sorry. They're yeah. just like, it's a fact. And they're not skinny either. No. And they're straight <laughs> up telling you. They tell, they tell you like it is. <laughs> 
Yes. They're not skinny either. And they're like, why are you so fat and mm-hmm. old? But yeah, but we're, we're at the scene now where they're about to get, it's going to happen. They're about to get crazy. All the loving is going to happen. But you know what? They should have, oh no, they have a full bottle of tequila that they finished and they're like 19 years old. So yeah, With they the should be this fucked I think up. The, I think yeah. the wardrobe styling of mm-hmm. Tanosh God, and Julio yeah. is very yeah. interesting. And you mm-hmm. can definitely see the class. Yeah. Yeah. Of just how they style them. Yeah. That Julio, it's a lot of cargo shorts, mm-hmm. um, soccer shirts, yeah. sandals. He has his he has his cute little haircut. Yeah. And then this one, Tanosh, just He's sort like, of these the, like white linen. These yes. like these <laughs> linen tops. He was and wearing he was wearing like his uh he was wearing <laughs> like a little like yeah. a, a cute little beret earlier yeah. on the road trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he got his flojo chat. You know, you yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You need some money for those flojo chanclas. Like you mean the, flojos? Yeah, the flojos in Espanol. Flojo chanclas. I always called them flojos, and then I heard somebody call them flojos. And oh, I was they're like, not Mexican. What? Flojos are mispronouncing. They're Don't flojos. let them change your brownness. <laughs> but yeah, no, like. It, it is, yeah, in the wardrobe, like how they, 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 even with her, you know, now she's down to like this just little yeah. printed dress, mm-hmm. like, you know, stripped down to like. Yeah. Uh, when we were yeah. watching it last night, mm-hmm. the part that kind of broke my heart the most of, mm-hmm. is when Louisa um, is with is with the daughter of and the, at, the fisherman. The water, yeah. Yeah. And you just yeah, sort of yeah. glimpse at this life that she's she never going to have. have had, yeah. Of yeah. that, this is a woman that really wanted to be a mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just was not in the cards. Yeah. I, well, I mean, mm-hmm. she got to mother these two fuckers yeah. for yeah. Like three <laughs> she days, to, you know? She got to mother these two idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> for three days, you know, but what an awakening for everyone, you know, and for her to decide, like, you know, I'm not going back to that and life. She, and this she ends it. up staying yeah. with yeah. the family, yeah. she too. She stays with the family mm-hmm. and she dies a month after. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knew that if this is going to be the last month that I'm going to live. I would rather live on the beach yeah. with this awesome I think family she than go back did to my something husband. for herself. Yeah. Also, yeah. as she, a woman. She did it for her. Like, to have this, like, low-key story. As a, I mean, I know it's about the, the men, but this woman, it was a very much a central, you know, part yeah. of the movie. And, you know, through her journey that, you know, she's given everything for everyone. They say, like, at parties, she would never really talk at right. parties, yeah. you know, yeah. and she'd always want to contribute because yeah. she always said like, oh, I don't know about those things, but she secretly always wanted to be like, well, do you know every name or number you, for the Do you know teeth, every, every you know? number yeah. of your teeth? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So she's always sort of kept herself in the background. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, you know, small. And I think this is when she decides like, I, I'm, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm doing this for myself, mm-hmm. you know, and these kids will figure it out. They're yeah. young, yeah. you know, so. Well, there's early on in the movie when I think it's when they get their first hotel room, and then it's just like, let's go, like, let's go to a room, let's go spy. Mm-hmm. They look in the, yeah. in the window, and she's yeah, crying. She's crying. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, she was like, "Oh, you guys are spying on me," mm-hmm. and they're they're ashamed, but they never say like, "What the fuck are you crying about?" And she never even acknowledged it. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "Oh, you like spying on girls, like blah blah blah," and then just kind of shifts the conversation. But she fully acknowledges, like, "I know you saw me. Yeah, I know I was bawling my eyes out, but." They never Whatever end. we're gonna, we're not gonna. Yeah, she never shares her her pain and and, yeah. and, and what she's carrying. Yeah, you know, yeah. which is she's very much like a woman. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. What we do. So yeah, you yeah. know, she chooses herself at the end, which is kind of beautiful to see how you know she stays very much true to herself and she chooses herself, and then 
these two are left behind to just figure it out and see yeah. who they're going to be. And, mm-hmm. you know, we see that the Noche is follows that path, I think, that he was He's always supposed the, to. follows the path yeah. of his father. Mm-hmm. He goes back into Probably in another 20 years, he'll be another corrupt politician Yeah, having the Mexico. president thing, yep. you know, in your house. <laughs> he'll be and picking up his family and going to Vancouver yeah, yeah. <laughs> when stuff goes south. Yep. Yeah, and I can see maybe um, Julio as like a, an art teacher of some sort. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Yeah. and same with with his sister, like a professor at a university, you know, yeah. because I don't think you could go any any further than that, you know. And then they do say, like, the, the pescador, the, the fisherman, like, they build, like, a hotel there, and then he never... He just, works yeah. as, he just works as a janitor, and he doesn't go back fishing. Yeah, and he never, you know, fishes again. So, and these are the things that, you know, that happen. Uh, and that's the Mexico. thing about the way this movie tells its story is that, like... Little things happen, and the narrator jumps in and tells you yeah. about what will happen later on, like the pigs that destroy their, their when they're little... When they're driving down the road, and you see the crosses, and the narration tells yeah. you what happened. And they're always big stories. Yeah. Yeah. They're never yeah. just like a little sideline. Mm-hmm. You but know? It, it's like a passing thing, but it it's a huge story yeah. really in itself. And But they're always like... The dead body on the freeway yeah. from mm-hmm. from the man that didn't want to cross the long way because it would take too long so he would just run across the freeway yeah because those are true stories you know i'm sure he he picked them up from the newspaper yeah 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 especially in mexico city a lot of people from the small you know smaller cities and towns come there's no work so they come here and you've been to mexico city it's a beast like la does not compare to it oh no beast (laughs) you cannot cross the street no and if you come from a small town, have you ever you have you ever taken the subway in Mexico? <laughs> we never took the subway when we went. When I went in college, the yes. su- I remember the subway once in Mexico or, City was intense. Yeah. Armed guards just on the subway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because you will get robbed. Yeah. You will get felt. Uh, you will yeah. lose something. <laughs> Dignity, yeah. money, virginity. You will lose something in that metro if yeah. you don't go prepared. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's but insane. the the way that the voiceover kind of tells about the past of something that we saw mm. in on the side of the movie or kind of tells the future about these mm-hmm. characters like uh, the pescador and what happens to him with yeah. the hotel. Um, and then the kind of the prologue at the end of the movie where after all is said and done and they get back, they meet each other for coffee yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just so sad. Like everything's just so sad. The but last, it's just like, it's just like the last you know? sentence of they were don't ever see each they other. They don't ever yeah. see each yeah, other again. Yeah, they make plans to to yeah. see each other again, but they never follow. Yeah. Which I guess that we all have yeah. we all have friends like that. Yeah, of it's that somebody that we life. were once yeah. really close with, yeah. Yeah. and then you saw them one last time, and then you just don't ever call them back again. Yeah. But I, I think for this one, it's, it's so sad and, and almost tragic because their story is so like full and so long and so like they have such history yeah. together, you know, and. This is what, you know, broke them up, you know, like uh, experimenting with something they're not supposed to. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or they were not ready for. Yeah. They were not, you know, ready for. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like you see, like, I think Gael is the one that's like, oh, yeah, I really want this. (laughs) <laughs> and then I was just like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> I will do it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's and like, on the one hand, it's, you know, the fight about the girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It's, it was a big fight, but, I mean... They kind of worked their way through he, it. He yeah. never got, like, when he said about, you know, y tu mamá también, when yeah. he got to that part, which is pretty hilarious. Like, 
he wasn't even upset. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't I always upset. took it that that was a joke. Yeah. No. I hope. No, I think you, it was, You're I, saying yeah. you no, think it's real? No, definitely. Especially the mom was like... The way that mom was? Yeah, <laughs> like free-spirited mom. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. All, right, all right. I mean... <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then you see the next day, it's like, I think Gael Garcia just sort of accepts the fact that this happened. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and, but Tenoch is the one that's just not. Yeah. He gets all no homo. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You see, like, he's just like, what is yeah. happening? Like, I think Gael is like, yeah, that was, I saw it coming. Yeah. She's like, all right. Like, look at his pants. They're like kimono They're pants. They're so, like, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Like, who wears kimono <laughs> pants? This weird, like, wraparound. And, yeah. And, and, you know, you know, he's traveled. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's traveled. He's mm-hmm. cultured. He's seen things, you know. And then he comes, uh, Julio. I mean, Teno, yeah, Julio with his little... Little cargo shorts. Little cargo yeah. shorts, you know. And, and his, I think, what is he wearing? His capulario is like a church. Yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah, Luisa sitting on the table and drinking a beer with this kid on her lap. Unbothered. I love it. (laughs) She just like had Mm -hmm. sex with this two, you know, probably still teenagers, you know, and she's just this beautiful free spirit of a woman. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's like, yep. Now she's like, now you, now I'm not gonna. Uh, fix this. You get to fix this on your own. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't get back to like talking to you guys and how to fix this. You need to figure out on your own. What so. um? What's the last uh? What's the last bit of narration before they cut away from her in the water, where she tells them yeah. life is like the ocean, so mm-hmm. give yourself away to the sea. Yeah. yeah, I always really like that line. Yeah, she's like this. You know, she's like letting them fly. Mm-hmm. Like this is my last, my last thing. Like um. Going back to when the pigs like destroy the whole campsite, mm-hmm. and they went on to say that they um, sacrificed some of them for a party, and like yeah. a ton of people got sick. So like little things, snippets of like all the the other lives that are happening while yeah. these you know three lives are sort of happening at the same mm-hmm. time. It's and I think that's something that Quaron has. Like he's able to s- tell so many stories that are are deep and important and also just different different types of Mm -hmm. movies that i mean of course like you would never say he's underrated because he has like two oscars like two oscars (laughs) so it's like you can't really say that but i mean that guy is versatile like this is from the same guy that did the little princess the which little, i have yeah. a, little, a little princess, a little princess and also yeah. just like this giant movie like gravity and harry potter and harry gravity. potter yeah. i mean that um he would have followed up itoma tambien with harry potter yeah. which is that's, wild that's it's insane. Uh, like yeah. there's an there's another movie that i mean i guess it shares some themes it's about it's <laughs> about young people I've, it's about sort of like Young hormones. I'm gonna have to watch it because I've never with like seen youth. His, no, his but it's also about. Or, or, but it's or, also oh, about like to see. It's also about fucking wizards. So <laughs> it's just kind of wild that yeah. he's that versatile. I think his is the best one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, his his Harry Potter. His oh, Harry Potter I, is the one that it's actually the, people say like I haven't do. seen the movie, but they yeah. say that that's the one that's the best. It's one. the yeah. one that changed the, that the direction yeah. of the movies and especially how they looked. Yeah. Too. It's like everything after Prisoner of Azkaban, all of those directors pretty much just kind of just emulated. Just cash the check. I yeah. Mean, everybody yeah. just sort of emulated what his style, what yeah. what Quran did in Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's, oh, here we go. 
Yeah, but you right. see, like the even in the way that they're dressed now, how mm-hmm. Julio's like Julio's a little more a little professional, bit more, yeah, yeah, like sophisticated. Mm-hmm. He's wearing like a collar shirt and like your classic like you know V-neck mm-hmm. sweater. His hair is bad. Pete was like, uh, Pete was clocking the Tower Records bag. Oh. The notch his bags is it's a Tower Records bag. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my, I I miss Tower. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I mean, he's still rich. I mean, Mexico yeah, City yeah. buying you know Tower Records. That's it's <laughs> still showing. You know, it's still the way he's sitting up. He's more nervous. You know, who yeah, knows, he's very much more like yeah. chill. Like you know, it's fine. Yeah, and I think it's it's just the notch who won't admit that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this happened. Pete, would yeah. you say this is your favorite Coral movie? Um. Yeah. Probably. I think I would. I, I feel like so. if I'm gonna, if I have this Gravity and Prisoner of Azkaban like three DVDs sitting on the coffee table, I'm like, what am I going to watch tonight? Well, the, he has a new one coming out. Oh, uh, Bardo. Okay. Oh no, that's that's uh that's that's in her too. Is Bardo? Oh, so uh, is that is Inaritu? Is yeah. that is not quite on? Yep. Oh, and shoot. it got it didn't get very great reviews. Oh, I Venice. still want to watch it. Yeah. yeah, and that's like that's set I in literally Mexico. read the whole and that's also it was quite on. That's oh. also set <laughs> in, the, uh, review. That's also <laughs> set, it's like set in Mexico in like the seventies. In the eighties, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's his life, sort okay. of like um, oh, okay. how, you know, like, how, like, Roma. like about him, but without really, I don't know. Like, Sh- okay, yeah. parallel, semi autobiographical. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was um, quite on. Yeah, no, but um, false chronicle of a handful of truths. I'm getting that age where I have to pull wait. my phone away from my face. I was like, I can't <laughs> wait to see that. But yeah, no, just you know to. to to follow, I, I, and I particularly love Cuaron because of again the his storytelling. It's very, it's very like deep and layered, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and not one dimensional. And I really, really yeah. love that he he shows my culture, mm-hmm. yeah. how I see my mm-hmm. culture yeah. without. Yeah. Making it without glamorizing it, but also without you know, it's not making it too depressing too. Exactly, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like again, it is what it is. We are, we are poor and we're happy. We're rich (laughs) and we're you know maybe not so happy, but we are too. Like it's just you know, we Mm -hmm. relate to each other in so many ways, and we just live like parallel lives. Yeah, yeah, all three of the big Mexican directors are always. I mean. They just seem like they're yeah. just kind of always a tight squad. Ass. They're always, always like winning Oscars. They're always like, but but they're also very there for themselves creatively. Um, yes. Talking yeah. about Alfonso Cuarón, Alejandro yeah, González Inner Two, and Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Like all of them yeah. are just sort of there for each other creatively because they're, I mean, probably three of the biggest directors that have ever come out of Mexico. Yeah, and the fact them. that they yeah. transitioned so. Almost like elegantly you yeah, know, into, yeah. into Hollywood, and they're making you know beautiful movies that everyone likes. It's very, it's very exciting. Yeah, you know, and the stuff that they keep coming up with, and then they could make a movie like Gravity. Yeah, and then come back and make Roma. Yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's what's beautiful. They're staying true to who they are. Yeah, and yeah, and, and showing you know our they do culture. they do one for the man and then they do one for themselves. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Balance, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Balance. Absolutely. Uh, is this movie streaming anywhere, Scott? I don't know. Um, it it's on to... Prime, but oh, you can oh, right. um Pantalla, which is, I think, like a, a Mexican um, streaming thing. Oh. Like if you you know have Pantalla, uh-huh. it's free, but um, you could rent it on Prime. Okay. Cool, cool. I would recommend for listeners that watch this movie when they're young 
and has and have not gone back to revisit it, it's definitely worth checking yeah. out again. Yeah, because yeah. it's a movie that when I watched it when I was seventeen, I think I got completely different things from it. What? Then, as opposed to now, yeah. yeah. Now that totally. I've sort of lived more of a life, and um, it's interesting to sort of drop into these characters, like to drop in and watch these Revisit characters them now. with yep. you know eyes of um, mm-hmm. having lived the last you know past twenty years in life experience yeah, and maturity totally. a little bit. I hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm know, glad we finally back. got to it on the show. We have not yeah. done a lot of movies not in English on the show. Mm. We did one. Two weeks ago, yeah, which was s- French. This so this is our second foreign language, foreign language. film that we've done. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I'm here. I definitely I'm do. <laughs> I definitely do want to do an Omodovar movie. I don't know which one though. Which one? Omodovar. I don't know which <gasps> one that we would that we would do. Though. Oh my god, um, he has so many. He has so yeah. many. Yeah, he has so and a lot of single one. Great of them, movies like, that fit the theme of our show too. The last one though that I saw, I haven't seen the. The most recent one with um, Antonio Van... I mean, he always has Antonio Van... Yeah, Van or Penelope Cruz. Um, but a great one is um, Todo Sobre Mi Madre is a beautiful one. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. I have to... I have. To, I can't recall um, did you the, see, the recent one. Did you see one. Pain and Glory? That one. That one's really good. <laughs> Pain and Glory. I think that's probably one of my favorites. Of or um, mm-hmm. the one where Penelope Cruz, I think, does she kill her husband? And she's trying to hide it in the, in the freezer? Volver? Volver. Oh, Volver. Yeah, Volver okay. is really good. <laughs> my Volver. grandma really liked that one, I remember. Oh, my God. Volver. I will, yes. I, and I think that my first Omodover movie, I think, was Bad Education with, with Gael. Mm. I think that was like okay. the first one I'd ever watched. I need to revisit that as an yeah, adult. I seen it in a while. That <laughs> pool scene in that movie. Because. I remember that pool scene got me real horny. Yeah, I, don't I was like, it. I just yep. oh, Have you guys seen El Crimen del Padre Amaro? No. What's the English yeah. translation of that? I have no idea. The, the crime of, of Padre Amaro. Padre Amaro. <laughs> Father, Father Amaro. Yeah. Father Amaro. It's he's a priest and gets involved with like one of the young women and all these things just yeah. unravel. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. But, you know, seeing that as an adult, like as a parent, I don't know. I, I, I have to revisit <laughs> a lot of these this movies that yeah. I saw. In my my twenties, but yeah, thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming, yeah, Sandra. This was thank you. A lot of fun. this means a lot to us because I mean, you have like you have family and kids. Yeah, our friends yeah. with children like, were like, it's hard to come over. And like, it's it like away, it's but... hard to to break you out for the evening, but we did it though. I'm not leaving. I know. <laughs> I'm staying. Here. We got a whole nother bottle of rosé. <laughs> hey, we're staying. We're gonna watch Gravity and then we, and we'll there and we're gonna watch them all tonight. So stay tuned. And then, <laughs> all right, man. This has been so much fun. Yeah, We'd love thanks to have so you much again for something in the future. Thank you. You're very welcome. But uh, until then, it's time to bid you adieu. Bye. So, bye, friends. <laughs> And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thanks so much. Fun show. Yes, indeed. Sandra, we love Sandra. This is a really fun episode. I just like hanging out with Sandra. Oh, Sandra is a blast. (laughs) I knew that she would be a good guest. Absolutely. And she's one of those, like, she was texting with me, like, I'm kind of nervous. I'm just like, Sandra, you just be you. You know how to talk. You do you, girl. (laughs) You do you. And she did. And we love it. 
Um, great movie. I've loved this movie for 20 years. Yeah, I'm glad that we finally got yeah, to it. Absolutely. Um, so thanks for listening, everybody. That was a lot, a lot of fun. But I think it is that time of the is episode. Is it time for Patreon shout out? <laughs> yes, it is. Let's hear them. All right. We would love to say a hey, hey, and hello to... I don't know if you would have. Oh yeah, because he'll be back by that time. Our patrons, including Thomas, Mark, Flemish Giant, Jackson, Millie, Darcy, Ted, Benny, Jermel, Melanie, Christopher, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Michael, Charlie, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, Don, Josh, Emily, Aaron, Melinda, and Jim, Jessica, Nick. And Shannon, Christine, and also Rafino. Thank you for Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being patrons. You'll get the monthly newsletter, all of our commentary tracks, and there will be a new one by the time this episode comes out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The commentary tracks are super fun. They sync up with the movie that we're watching, and it's as if we are sitting in the room with yeah. you, gabbing away about the movie that's on your television. You can queue up the movie and watch it with us or you can just listen to them in your car yeah they're also fun just to listen to mm-hmm. as a supplementary supplementary episode especially if you know the movie really well but when you sync it up uh we give you instructions on how to do it and it syncs up really well and it's really fun so uh check that out and um if you are at the level uh the five dollar level which gets the newsletter you each newsletter also comes with a link to all the past newsletters so yeah. you can also go back and read any of the old newsletters that you didn't get um uh, if they came out before you decided to sign up to be a patron so all that stuff is lots and lots of uh, i also put up episodes fun. if i edit them early yes indeed if an I'll episode put them is done on super early you'll get up it. on patreon at yeah. any level exactly even the one dollar level so you'll get early access to episodes that are done early which happens every now and then so uh head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay and check it out we'd also love it if you would subscribe rate and review head over to spotify or apple podcasts yeah and give us five stars love to read some kind words from y'all and we will definitely read them on air yes indeed five star rating is super simple just smash that fifth star all the way to the right or you can write us a review with the five star rating as well and yeah like scott said we'll read it over uh over a new episode so that'd be really fun you can uh follow us on any all social media applications movies that made us gay we are facebook instagram we're at movies twitter at mtmug pod at we always link our episodes on our twitter account absolutely if you'd like to follow our personals feel free i am pete i am at peter lasagna on instagram and twitter i'm scott youngballer on instagram and follow my letterbox until next time everybody Uh, bye bye hasta luego Uh, buenas noches